Jeff Goodman on his podcast was talking about he's too thin skinned and that Thomas overreacted. Overreacted? What, what, and I like Jeff, but how do you overreact when somebody tells you? And I like the way he did it, though, actually. Right. I, Conversation I, with I understand kid. the yeah. NBA rules. I understand that. I, t- <laughs> I, I told him, she was like, it probably costs $5. I said, oh, fucking Frosty? You get on the side, and what you come for a dollar? And you were pissed off? You were cussing people out? Like, you know, like, F you, Isaiah, F you. Yeah, we talked we, we talked about that. Yeah. What did it on um Twitter feed? He wasn't on the Lucky it was he Isaiah. Wrong, he wasn't on the wrong end. Well, Cedric Maxwell end. did it years ago, did it completely different when he went <laughs> yes, in the stands. Did. Yes, he did. He turned around and went and whacked somebody <laughs> and then came back on the floor. <laughs> you knocked that dude and, down. And everybody said, Oh my god, people, even my kids today look at me going, Oh my god. Yeah, like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. It's like, but then the game goes on, and did they throw you out the game? No. <laughs> they call it technical? No. Did you get fined? I got fined, but it was like, I no don't even remember. No. Because there, there wasn't a rule in at that time. Got you. That year, 1981, was when I became finals MVP. Malice and Palace, that was something else. Really? That rule started, essentially, that was the Cedric That's Maxwell. That's the Cedric Maxwell rule. rule. Yeah. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. All right, Max. That time of the year, my favorite time of the year, Christmas uh, Christmas week. This year, I'm really excited because I'm actually going to be able to spend the entire day with my family. The Celtics, uh, the last few years, I feel like pretty much since I started, uh, you know, working on the Celtics beat, as soon as I started with the Celtics gig, they always played at home on Christmas Day, right? Because before no. that, remember? Uh-uh. No, yeah. I'm talking about me. I'm not oh, talking about well, you, you first started. started yeah, yeah okay. that's what I'm saying. They only played, they've, uh, but, and you know, surprisingly, you say that, they've only played one home game. No, nah, they played more than that, What's man. That? They played two. You might want to go back and revise it. Is it three? It no, was three. Only, I think it was only one home game that we were in. And we were in Boston that we actually sat there. and We actually, you know, that the Celtics actually played. It was at least the last two seasons. Mm. Maybe that first one. Uh, yeah. This is, this is yeah, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm putting the years together here. But either way, I'm excited that I'm actually not going <laughs> to Toronto. I know you yeah, are. Yeah. Well, thanks, Joe. We're just <laughs> But, you know, yeah, I'm have on my fun, though. Enjoy yourself. Christmas Eve, I'll be in Toronto. Christmas Day, I'll be <laughs> getting up at a hotel. And Christmas at lunch, instead of having dinner, I will be uh, playing a game. The only good thing about our game is the 12 o'clock game. So I will be back in Boston by 5 o'clock, 5, 6 o'clock. Oh, that's probably. not bad. So you're no, good then. You bad. Bad. Yeah, you can. If you were, you know. If you had been, and I don't have family like that. I don't have no small kids, so I'm not exchanging gifts. So today, today, that day to me is not as special. Like my day is really Thanksgiving, and uh, I, I think can see I, that I moved. You're, you're, you're a foodie. I, yeah. Well, yeah. I well no, I'm a family person. I move heaven and earth because it, to Thanksgiving to me is all about family. It's about eating. It's not about bringing gifts. Mm. The only gift you bring to somebody's house is a smile and Tupperware. Thanksgiving. That's that's what you bring. That's what your requirements are. <laughs> I, need to, I need to tell that one for my mom. Yeah, because I'll be, be grabbing her Tupperware. On the that's way the out. only. And be yeah, like, listen, yeah. you don't bring these back, so you yeah. need to bring your own. Next yeah, time. that's that's the only thing you look at. But Christmas is a whole nother. 
yeah, and then the thing I think I hate more about the holiday season now is the fact that during Christmas, uh, you don't even really think about Thanksgiving because yeah. we go really essentially go from Halloween right to Christmas. to Christmas. We, then we just bypass my favorite holiday, so I guess I'm a little envious of Christmas. Uh, when it comes to, you know, bypassing Thanksgiving. But uh, you know what? Let's get a little Celtics talk in here. You know, I wanted to uh, have this idea um, heading into this episode. We're giving Celtics players gifts, but they're basketball related. Okay. These are uh, gifts to help their game. Okay. All right. Okay. I got a couple players in mind and I'm going to fire them off right now. The first one that popped in my head was Grant Williams. And what I want to give Grant Williams is those three point attempts. All right, keep shooting because I think this kid could really, if he gets that down, and I'm not asking for this guy to be like a 45% three-point shooter, but if he can get his percentage up, and after missing 23 in a row, Max, he's up to 50% now, 15%, not 50, 15%, I think he can get it higher, and I think that's going to be huge for that second unit, along with, of course, what's most important out of him, which is his defense. Yeah, I think that if Grant does that, I think that, you know, that he can contribute offensively is going to give him more time on the floor. Definitely. I mean, Brad already trusts him on the defensive end, and you can see him in critical uh, stretches where he's been on the floor, mm-hmm. and he's made it, he's been a difference maker. Uh, you can honestly say out of the rookies that you've had so far, uh, he has been the most impactful uh, with the Celtics this year. So I'd definitely, definitely say it would be his jump shot. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I got that for Grant. And for Tatum, it's not a whole lot I want to give Tatum right now because he's just killing it right now, you know, uh, in the middle of his easily his best season of his career. Mm. But I do want to give him, and this is obviously make-believe, but I want to give him a, a, a how to get to the free throw line more often cassette tape. All right. <laughs> We're a little old school here. Right? You know, one of those old school they used to try to sell you. Oh, man, yeah. you want to be a better ball player? You want to do this and that? You want to be a dancer? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Watch this video and look out for volume two coming out yeah, in a couple yeah. months. I want him to, to, to somehow, you know, get that part of his game solidified. Well, it will. I mean, I think it's going to be with more confidence and, and more reps and more touches and the referee seeing you a lot more, you start getting more calls. Right. So I think those calls are going to come for him, him for him naturally. Um, I think what I'd give one of our one of the Celtic players now, Taco Fall, privacy, okay, and being legitimate. All right. And what I mean by privacy is just I can't imagine how it is. Being him, I don't know if we give him a mask or whatever, but I'm sure that that's not even going to help. If you're seven foot five to go around, but uh, I would love that for him. I would love for him to be a regular size human for a month, Mm. just to see how it is, not to see people gawk and look at you like you're from another planet. I think that's what I would probably give him. When I think about who he is as a player and what he's done, um, he is he. That's what I would give him. I couldn't believe last Friday. Like I mean, I we we assumed we were ready to see mm-hmm. the crowd go nuts the way they did, but the fact that these guys were on their feet for four minutes straight—that last four minutes when he first checked in. They most people in the garden didn't sit down. Just wait. The thing this is, haven't the, seen anything like that. This is this is a phenomenon of uh, Taco Fall, 
and I was talking about this today, is the fact that in a blowout, people are normally out the door. Mm -hmm. And the place is about empty. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going home. Nobody Not one is leaving the garden right now. <laughs> and they person. are chanting, Taco. <laughs> I mean, Those and, chants started in the third quarter. Yeah, and the, 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 the minutes. And he's just like... And you know, people are just absolutely going crazy. They 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 get more hyped. Every yeah. as you said, people are standing up with cameras in hand the entire time. The, the, the whole building is standing up. When he stands up to go into the game, there's a standing ovation. <laughs> I don't want him to be the. I, I I want. I hope Brad's able to play him in some meaningful minutes. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is when the game is not in doubt. When I think that there are spots he can come in and he can block some shots or run the floor, mm -hmm. I think he would do really well with him. Just spot it, right. spot minutes. But when you come in and the game is decided, um, there's an asterisk. When you come in, yeah, yeah, you're in the NBA, you play. But still, I want to see people take him, when I say legitimate, legitimate. A legitimate player and not look at him like he's the closing the closing act right like this is right. over like Gino like right? the, the, like Gino the, like like he's like, like yeah he's right. he's you know he's red backs red back cigar so I would want that for him right mm -hmm. I agree mm -hmm. yeah because I, I want to see him develop at the end of the day but one thing I, I think is a is a positive for him going forward or at least in those situations you know he's getting the absolute best effort from his opposing players because they know that if he scores or does anything this place is gonna go nuts oh yeah so he was getting the extra he's getting touched up you saw with the second he put that ball on the floor oh they capitalized they, they, they jumped and they grabbed yeah. the ball from him they could like bees around him and then when right. he and well, the last embarrass that, us. That, well he did one time with that last block shot where he went up and goaltended oh man i mean he just you know, goaltended go the basketball and and the referees ain't say nothing, and the crowd was getting stoked. I mean, referees, I think they were they would have been afraid not to afraid to make that call saying go to and they know it's already over. Hey, okay. Right. Uh let's not let's get out here with our lives, all right? Cause, <laughs> yeah, Taco, uh -uh, he just blocked a shot and we need to uh, let the people be happy. Let the let the people got and you know, I think OJ she said that song. Got to give the people, give the people what they want. And that's uh, it seems like that's the case. And I think I just had just as much fun watching a serious Brad Stevens with his antidote. I was just about to ask you about that. Because Brad was, they sort of chanting taco, and he would start employing the crowd to, yeah, okay, louder, come on, come louder, on, come on. on. Then, Act like you and, want it. Yeah, and then, uh, then he weighs taco in, like, you know, he was in the, Indianapolis 500 like that. <laughs> go out there go get him go get him tiger so it's just a, it's a it's such a real feel good but I just don't want I don't want him to be I don't want him to be the cigar I don't want him to be yeah, Gino right. I want him to to be the legitimate player which there's some spots where I think he can be right I agree and I think playing on the road would help you know, but I, I'm with you. If, if you could see him play meaningful minutes, mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Another person I think that uh, if I'd wanted to give a gift to, it would be Gordon Haywood to be healthy mm. and for an entire year. Uh, you know, we talked about, you know, had the knee, then he had the hand, now it's the toe. 
It just always seems like it's something with him. I just want to see him go through a a year. Give him one year of just perfect health. And we thought that this would be that year, right? Yeah. Like especially yeah. the way he started those first yeah. eight games. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. at the gate, he was yeah. he was killing it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Especially when you think about or when you think back on how he suffered the, the hand injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked at that video over and over again, that replay, and I'm just like, man, like that happened. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, you saw something I didn't see. But like the way he, the way he broke, or the way he, he suffered the injury, I was like, is he one of those guys that's just like it's just gonna keep happening? Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I hope not. But and that you thing, can't help but think that. You know? Yeah, but that's I think if you wanted to give a gift, you would give that to him. Definitely. Um, um, you know that those would be the ones that you think about the players immediately. Uh, you know, I don't think we can give Jalen Brown anything else since the Celtics already did did that bidding yeah, already. He got, by, he got a Christmas gift by, by, by getting his Christmas gift really early. He'll be know, all right by having a you know a brand new contract, an extension, and you know generational wealth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and and, and, right. and and then you look at his and you know that the the vault is you know the Isaiah line is opening right now. <laughs> the Brinks truck. For, who is the Brinks truck up for next right now? <laughs> It's going to be Tatum. Tatum is the, is the one when, you know, everything's said and done, you're probably going to end up giving him a, a max deal. So, If he keeps playing the way he's playing right now, absolutely. So you, you 100%. Got, but you got the Celtics who were just in, you know, great shape. You know, when you think about the players they have and, you know, I, I think that, uh, that that that's the thing, just great shape right now. Yeah, the future is bright for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of Isaiah – Cedric, something you want to give him, or maybe you want to give the NBA for this uh, two-game suspension. Now, I know we spoke briefly about it Sunday night. Uh, it was you know down at TD Garden, obviously for the Celtics Hornets matchup. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a popular topic amongst the media members. A lot of people have you know their own opinion, sharing their opinion on mm-hmm. it. And you know, of course, what happened with Isaiah Thomas in Philadelphia? Uh, jumped into the crowd, confronted a fan who was uh, you know flipping him the middle finger, you know, three straight times, tell him F you and all kinds of things. And Isaiah. Over what? Isaiah wanted to go have a talk. Over what? Oh, over. Why is the guy so upset? Yeah, of course well, he is. Well, Max, the guy wanted Isaiah to to, to miss one of his uh, the pair second. of free throws. Yeah, no, he actually wanted to miss the second one. What the, they, oh, because he they, missed the first. Yeah, That's right. What they, he missed yeah. two in a row. Yeah, what they do in some of these buildings now, they have yeah, this. Get a special prize. Now, I wonder now, are they going to get rid of those promotions? <laughs> You think about it. Well, that make them now get rid of a promotion like, you know, and we'll explain it. It was Wendy's has a promotion in Philadelphia. If you're the opposing team and you miss two free throws back to back in a uh, in the fourth quarter, then uh, that. If you were at the game, you get a chance to go redeem your ticket with your ticket right? at the nearest Wendy's and they give you a frosty. Yep. This, treat. this is what these two idiots <laughs> were, disrespecting Isaiah. were disrespecting Isaiah were disrespecting him for. Right, right. It wasn't like it's almost like now we're we're at the point where we're at the Roman Coliseum mm-hmm. and you know give them the thumbs up to die or, or thumbs up to live. I mean it's we, we're we're kind of kind of gone crazy um how he handled it i think that we looked at we just looked at some uh stats a little bit earlier and we went back and we saw a player no antonio davis i don't know why i just think yeah Yeah. antonio Antonio davis Davis, um and was playing he saw his wife 
in the stands. And I think it was, the game was in Chicago. I'm not sure who he was playing for, but he's, it was in the, he was with the opposing team. He sees his wife in the stands in distress, arguing with a guy who was, you know, getting, it was getting heated. Mm-hmm. This is back in uh, and, 06. And he immediately runs up in the stands mm-hmm. to see like, all right, baby, w- w- what's going on right, here? Right. And, problem. and the NBA gave him five games. And which I thought was under the letter of the law, the NBA has discretion to use that. In Isaiah's case, maybe that was the discretion there mm-hmm. to use it because if you see the video with Isaiah, it was don't respect me. Mm-hmm. Don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect me. me right. Be a fan. Right. You know, before anything, I'm a man. Right. Don't disrespect me in here. And the guy <laughs> says, I'm sorry. I wanted the frosty. <laughs> wow. Wow. All that for a f- Here we go. Here we go right now. One dollar frosty. When keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what that when is. When keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. You are. you. First of all, you're, those aren't even. There's somebody else's seats. Yep. Yep. That you're in, yeah. you probably paid. You it were good seats. You probably paid over two hundred dollars, you know, a piece for the two seats. And now the season ticket holder lost his ticket. Yeah, and you you look at it and say, okay, how much is a frosty? <laughs> a dollar? A buck? You could have got two hundred of them. Yeah, you mean you, you <laughs> for the, frosty for you know almost a year for the word, yeah for the price of admission to, yeah. to to watch the game from these seats that you just that you, and could, I, you could buy two hundred frosty yeah and yeah what would happen if it had been like we're giving away steaks oh my <laughs> right. god yeah. oh, Omaha steaks Omaha steaks and so you look oh hell they they come right now with pitchforks and lanterns right now you know this like, like miss this damn yeah, shot. yeah so I mean yeah that to me is crazy uh, and you know I nah man people, that, that, that dude had too much to well, drink people, that's people, he got caught up in a moment he's in Philly everybody's you know keeping it real keeping it real they're all excited goes wrong exactly you get too caught up in a moment somebody somebody may approach you the way Isaiah did and luckily for him he wasn't on, Lucky was he wasn't Isaiah. On the wrong, he wasn't on the wrong end. Well, Cedric Maxwell end. did it years ago, did it completely different when he went <laughs> yes, in the stands. Did. Yes, he did. He turned around and went and whacked somebody <laughs> and then came back on the floor. <laughs> you knocked that dude and, down. And everybody <laughs> said, oh, my God. People, even my kids today look at me going, oh, my God. Dad, like, <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. It's like, and then it was like, but then the game goes on and did they throw you out the game? No. <laughs> They call it technical? No. Did you get fined? I got fined, but it was like, I no don't suspicion? even remember. No. Because there, there wasn't a rule in at that time. Got you. That year, 1981, was when I became finals MVP. Yeah, but you know what? You know what started that rule, though, right? What was that? Mouse in the Palace, man. No, 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 no. That rule was, that rule came in when Cedric Maxwell went in the stands. Malice in the Palace, that was something else. Really, that rule started essentially. That was the Cedric That's Maxwell, the Cedric Maxwell rule. rule. Yeah, you never told me how that, that happened. That's ex- essentially what happened because they put in, they went in and put the rule in. And really, it was so funny because that summer, I'm watching and Barbara Walters was on, and she was talking about violence in sports, 
And all of a sudden, it shows a clip of me going in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> I was home watching TV. I was like, oh. You're the poster I child like, of yeah, sports. I was the poster child. And everybody said, well, what, what was, all I remember out of this was. What the hell did he say? Yeah, was the fact me. that, you know, my father, who is, you know, always been like, a, you know, on my side, said, you know. I said, guarantee you, she's, he said something to him because Cedric's not like that. That's not how he reacts. We didn't teach him, you know, to react like that. But I think in, in with uh, with severe stress, I know anybody can break, mm. and and I'm one of these people who broke. I didn't I didn't think about the consequences. I didn't think about anything at, at all except um, you know. I needed to get um, I need to get this thing done and uh, go into stands and handle uh, essentially handle my business. <laughs> Keeping it real. Yeah, and then when I came back out on the floor, my teammates all like, what "The fuck was that? What happened?" <laughs> like, essentially, yeah, that's what they did say. <laughs> and I and then I like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> All happened. All I remember is running to this guy, and all I can remember him like, "Get back in the fucking game!" And I was like, and then something else he said, and my mind is something just clicked over, like went from <laughs> charge, yeah, charge. Damn. So you guys yeah. have it already. YouTube this yeah. this this brawl. Yeah, that's that's Cedric started. Yeah, back in and, the day. and the crazy thing about it at that particular time, I want to say we were down. To Philly in the sixth game in Philly by in the second quarter by at least about fourteen or fifteen points, and it was only about maybe about six minutes ago. Mm-hmm. All I remember it that galvanized our team. It was we were we were Custer, and everybody else was all them all them Indian tribes which were coming to get us. And we we battled, and I think with, before the half was over, we were down like you know four. Yeah. So we came together as a unit and as a team in a way that was uh, was was still surreal to me. So there you go. You got a positive about it. Yeah, there was something positive that came out of it, but still, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be keeping the real goes wrong guy. <laughs> I, and I look back on it, and they were asking me questions like when I got back on the floor. Uh, you know, then I said, man, all I remember was like, "F this, F this, F that," <laughs> and whoever else wanted to get the F, you can take another letter. You can take another letter if you want to and apply it. I really didn't. I didn't really care at that point. See, I like how you talk about stress being at a at a high level. Like it's obviously stressful the course of a basketball game, especially when you're down. And Isaiah was down. You were down, dude. But, you know what I mean? But, like, but, but there's was there's a it, lot of pressure but on, there was, on you. That was that's the last I, thing you want to hear. Is someone just talking smack, just to in, talk smack. In Isaiah's case, the game was different. That was which was made it more stressful. Was our our season was on the line. Mm. That was a six game, that's and they were ahead three to two in Philly, and we hadn't beat Philly in Philly in the last twelve tries. Yeah. So when that happened, and we ended up winning that game. We broke through, mm. and uh, we were convinced that we could come home, and we had a tough game here, the seventh game here. Well, I will never forget that uh, in the Garden, which was uh, surreal in the way we had to play it. Classic moment, classic stuff. All right, but I want to spend time in this episode talking about not this year's Christmas, but 
some of the best that you can remember throughout your life. So we can we can start there. Um, I have a handful of moments that are, that stay with me forever. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, most of them are when you're much younger because that's just Christmas. Just a whole another. It's a whole another level when oh, you're a yeah. kid oh, as opposed to now. But uh, there's still some good moments in there, though. As I you know, as you get older, but. From your perspective, I'd love to hear because, you know, I, I don't have kids and, you know, I don't have I haven't gone through that experience of being a father and, you know, seeing your kids open up presents and stuff like that. So is there any like one particular Christmas or one year that you thought, man, this was like one of the best ones I've had? I think I was at my mother's house and my two middle kids were uh, younger. I think they were like six and four. Uh, Morgan and Madison and um, I had a video of the door they got up to open their gifts I had a video of the door being opened and a glove going out my mom had the glove on and they thought I had found Santa leaving (laughs) what they had a a video and they were like Oh my God, Dad just caught Santa Claus. Look right here. There's his glove going out the door. It's like, we didn't have a chimney. They went, Santa went out the front door. So they were, I think that was the most magical time for me, thinking about, you know, just the innocence that they had. And I think for me, it was the innocence that I lost when I found out. There was no Santa Claus. Oh, man. How'd you find out? Well, you remember the day, huh? I could tell. I just think you always remember. You kind of get it from your friends at first. What? You still believe in Santa Claus? Ain't no Santa Claus. That's your mom and daddy putting gifts out. You're like, no. No, no. There is no Santa Claus. So so for me, right, for a couple of years, I would just change the subject. I would just pretend. like I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, right? You see that game last night? Like, I would just switch it up. So then they're thinking, like, oh, he knows that Santa's not real. But in my head, I'm like, nah, that dude's real. What do you mean? Yeah. (laughs) So it became, that was the ongoing thing for, like, two years in a row. That was real and... But they plant a seed, though. They they get it's, you thinking about it, like, yo, is he real though? Like, yeah, this, yeah. I think yeah. then after that, it was seeing my first black Santa. It was just as like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> yeah. You remember that? You have to remember that, don't you? <laughs> they don't do that up here. They don't do that here. No. Oh, so I, talk about in the mall, North Carolina. Like the mall yes, North Carolina was a black Santa. You're going whoa. So I think that. By doing that, it was like, whoa, I guess. How many kids were confused? It wasn't just no, you. No, it wasn't just like, no, there's a black. You know, I think they just had to explain to kids it was a black Santa. So, <laughs> and it really was. It was your parents. Yeah, but what did you, what did they, you had to explain that. Was it, there's two of them? There's a white one and a black one around it? I don't know, because my kids were older at that time. It was, you know. I, I had so many questions. Yeah, no, I was, my kids were older and they had already going through that so it wasn't the whole thing about Santa at that time I think my youngest one uh, Devin uh, he's 22 now I remember he got it early because he got he had them he had a bunch of cousins who were a little oh, bit God. older so yeah. oh they schooled him early so we didn't have to and go oh he home. hung out with the older cousins yeah, I got you with yeah. the other co- older cousins yeah. so that that story was old was over you know early but probably by the time he was five years old and then like there you know we we going to get you gifts now so but that, those were at times what I remember most about Christmas when it was the innocence of it was. Um, just the anticipation, mm, yeah, the excitement same. on that 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 door that yeah. day, 
uh, actually to get up out of bed and uh, or or really trying to sleep on yeah, Christmas night. You can't night. even sleep the night before. Trying to sleep Christmas on, Eve, on it. Christmas Eve. What? How do you go to sleep? And your parents are sitting there going, Jesus, I wish you go to sleep so I could put these toys out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know we got to put this bicycle together. Always be like, yo, yeah. y'all would stay up to like one a.m. Yeah, and I don't have a single gift wrapped yeah, yet. I'm like, you yeah. go to sleep. Yeah, y'all so, damn kids haven't left me alone all yeah. day. I haven't been able to wrap these gifts. Yeah, and parents at that time <laughs> just sitting so there, true. like I said, and I guess that's why parents get up for only like you know, get up just to see you unwrap the gifts, <laughs> yeah. and then they go back to right sleep because <laughs> they're so damn tired. And my brother trying to hide. And my brother now the ones banging on the door at like six thirty yeah, or seven a.m. Let's try to get up. Let's it's go. Merry Christmas. Oh my God. And the excitement that you see in the kids' eyes when they first see that Christmas tree and it's lined with gifts. Uh even the the look on your face when they're toys compared to clothes. Oh, of course. Because my they just remember, throw it to the side. Yeah, they throw those remember, pairs of socks to the side. Yeah, I remember my son. That's when he was he was like three years old and said, "Man, what'd you get?" I got got a, he, and he would say, "I got another clothes." It was just clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Shirt, yeah, got, got another clothes, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> but then his eyes were so much different when they opened up those toys that they wanted. So, you know, I do understand. Uh, I do understand the excitement, but all that innocence has gone for me. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's, part, I that's part of life. Yeah, so I, I went not as gun ho. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by Blue Chew. Absolutely. Get with it. Get with it. It's on time. Explosive. Exciting. And that's for everybody in the room. Not just one person. That's for the two people. Happiness is in pairs, okay? That's how that works. And if you use Blue Chew, happiness comes with that for two people in the room. That's right. And so enjoy it. And uh, it's adult responsible. That's yeah. what we'll say. Yes, absolutely. And, of course, just for listening to this podcast, you get a special offer, and you don't want to miss out on this offer. Don't just take Max's word for it. Find out for yourself. Head over to BlueChew.com. That's Blue Chew, B-L-U-E. C-H-E-W dot com. Use the promo code MAX and get yourself that discount. All right, MAX? Absolutely. You know, we're talking about Blue Chew. I mean, maybe one of the best products I've had in a while. Do you think that works? Uh, Doctor approved. Um, If your sex life is a little on the limp side and you want to straighten up your jump shot... (laughs) <laughs> you have blue chew. There you go. And right. they help you out. <laughs> I think that's the next step for me to regain somewhat of that that same excitement is when one day, you know, I get to give yeah. gifts to my to my kids. I think that'll be the closest that's the closest you get, right? Oh, to, that that is to reliving that same I'm, excitement I'm as a kid. That is absolutely the closest you will ever get to just reliving it through your kids' eyes. And seeing the excitement they have and then watching the innocence go away by you having to confirm that <laughs> there ain't no damn Santa. There ain't no damn Santa. <laughs> but I was a kid, right? Santa ain't around. We used to go <laughs> You see we this? used to go to church every Sunday. You see this credit card right here? Here's Santa. <laughs> His name is American Express. His name is Visa. His name is MasterCard. And he's got a high interest rate. Yeah, yeah, oh my goodness. And mommy and daddy don't want to see the bill this month. We don't want to see it. 
the minimum payment. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming up. Yeah. I remember because we went to church all the time every Sunday. I thought Santa was like a religious figure. I thought it was, you know, like Saint Nick. I thought it was like, you know, so I used to always like ask my mom all these questions. Like, but so like, yo, what are the, you know, how did Jesus give uh, Santa all that power? My mom sitting there like trying to laugh in my face. I remember this vividly. I'm like, why is she laughing? Like, oh, she must think this is cute because I'm asking these questions. I'm not just laughing because I'm like, it's not biblical. It's just a made-up mascot of the holiday. Like, I had no idea. Thing, but I, I think that thing I love about Christmas, though, the holiday was the shows which came out. I love the Grinch. Oh, yeah. I loved, I love Frosty. I love, oh my God, Rudolph. I could, I, I watched it a million times, but it was still just so like, oh no, not Rudolph. Oh, poor Rudolph was red. His nose so bright. <laughs> Won't you leave my sleigh tonight? Oh, it's just like, and then you had to, after a while, you knew the names of, now I don't know them, but Dancer, Prancer, it's about all I can get out of the name of the horses and the uh, name of the uh, Oh, you used to know the all reindeer. the names? You oh. used to remember all that? Yeah, man. Oh, Dancer man. and Prancer and Vixen. And then there was Rudolph, man. <laughs> I missed a couple of them. <laughs> I know there was more than four. He, uh, Salem was rolling with about six or seven. He was rolling ten, deep, yeah. Ten, and then Rudolph was in the front. Rudolph though. was just like the lead singer. You yeah. Know? He had the yeah. rest of the band, the rest of the crew. Oh man, Home Alone was always one of my favorites growing up. Um, see, I didn't watch a lot of like the animated like Christmas stuff. I was always mm-hmm. watching like the Christmas episodes of like different shows. And you know what? I think that looking back on it, that was a big reason why I started to pick up on it. I'm like, wait a minute, this guy ain't real. Like <laughs> and, every episode or every show had like that one episode with one someone's pretending to be Santa, yeah, or, yeah, or uh, they have to like go on with the story. I'm like, there's no way this thing is real. Like, this guy, I, this guy I is think not the mo- the movie that I saw. That was really exciting to me was Denzel was actually in it and Whitney Houston. It was called The Preacher's Wife. Oh, The Preacher's Wife. Yeah. And that was during that Christmas time. And it was, you know, Denzel being one of my favorite actors and then uh, Whitney being, you know, with her voice. And mm-hmm. it was just, it, it was, it, for me, it was pretty special bringing those, uniting those two together. But other than that, I haven't. One thing I did want to see, it was um, uh, The Urban Nutcracker. It's been around here in Boston for a while, hmm. and uh, you know it's a it's a shoot off of the obviously the Nutcracker, right? Uh, and uh, but it's the urban told in the urban way, and uh, very much like when the, you know it was um, the Wizard the of Black, Oz, the Black Wizard and then of Oz, all of a yeah, sudden yeah. went to the, the Wiz, Wiz, and yeah, yeah. everybody loved the Wiz yeah, and the way that. that. But that was the same Santa thing Ross, with Michael yeah, Jackson, yeah, yeah, the same thing with the Nutcracker, and you know, so I think that is the special part of it that I really like. I remember the excitement the first time ever going with my mom to, you know, actually go out to get Christmas gifts. That was just so cool to me and me buying her her first gift. And I'm trying to hide over there. I got, you know, three dollars and ninety nine cents and I'm buying some kind of <laughs> gift and I give her this kind of like trinket. And I'm just like, oh, my God, she's just going to absolutely love it. And thinking back on it, like, probably I don't even know if she ever wore it. Like, you know? <laughs> Would you get it? Yeah, like. Well, this thing's gonna haunt, you know, it's gonna really turn from silver to brown in, in no time. You know, this ain't no real silver, it ain't no real gold, but uh, it was all exciting to me. The, the first one I think they ever gave her. Which one was it? 
Oh, it was just it like was a necklace. Or? Yeah, it was like a little necklace. Oh, okay. It was a little, you know, very cheap necklace. But it was, as people say, it was a thought that the mattered. Thought that counts, Thought yeah. that mattered. At that age, the yeah, thoughts would count more than giving, anything. I was. I think I was like nine years old, nine or ten years old, and I was, I was giving my mom her, her my first gift uh, to her for for, uh, for Christmas. So that was all all exciting. And then my dad never wanted anything. He, he never. My dad used to make that line even today. He'll say, "Don't give me anything for Christmas because I'm not getting you anything." <laughs> That's pure, fair. That's pure fair. military. <laughs> okay. All right, well, check that one off my list. Boom. Got that's gone. What's the best Christmas gift you ever received? Or that you remember the most? Oh, man. That, I think it's going to have to be a bike. You know, a brand new bike. Okay. That's a, a good brand one. Brand new bike from Firestone. And I just remember there's a yellow kind of bike that I had. I was like all excited, and I think that's the other magical thing too. The other magical thing is going out and seeing your friends and seeing what they got. Oh yeah, of course. That's a mills. Yeah, so when you go cool. back to school and got all kinds not of even new when you clothes, go out to new school, stuff. Well, the, well, the school wasn't because you're not bringing those toys. What I remember is the, the games and the toys. Like one year, everybody got a BB gun. Oh, okay. And we're shooting BB guns at each other. It was like Christmas story? No, yeah. Shooting, <laughs> Just shoot, like the movie? Actually shooting BBs at each other. Like you would put out somebody's eye, you know. It was just, just stuff we were doing, which is crazy. But then you'd see somebody else would get a game and then somebody would have, uh, you know, Easy. The girls would have easy bake ovens, okay. and everybody's trying to. They're trying to make cookies or whatever it was on the easy bake ovens. There's a light bulb in there. There's a light bulb actually heating this whatever the stuff that you're supposed to eat. You're supposed to eat it. It's like take hours. Oh my god! Can't even imagine. You know how impatient a kid is. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Mix this up. And, every, you know, I'm gonna put a light seconds. bulb in here. You know, this light bulb is gonna cook this food. <laughs> this episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. We're talking every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season with BetOnline.ag. And right now, you can even win some money on some prop bets, like who will make the college football playoff, who will be the NFL MVP, easy ways to win money, get the fastest-to-market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, BetOnline.ag. Head over to BetOnline.ag today. Use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's CLNS50 at BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Whoever came up with that idea, it's just, you know. But you think of this way, what was the, uh, I'll ask you, what was the best game you got? The best game I got? I was just going to say the best gift as a kid, one that I'll never forget, was when I, I got a, a Sony PlayStation. Wow. That was a big deal back then. Okay. And we, my brother and I got it when, it was probably like a year or two old, so it was kind of, had been out for a little while, but we were still stoked because we had asked for it, but we never thought we were going to get it. Yeah, but it was yours. It, it was, was in your house. Exactly. You didn't have to go to somebody, to go to somebody else. else. Exactly. Right. And I kind of had an idea that like 
something big was going to happen because my dad pulled out the camcorder. You know, I'm like, he just doesn't record as opening gifts. And then he kept saying, no, don't open that one yet. Like the big one. I was like, all right, that might be it. And you know what happened? I opened a, a, a small one Which and it was a game. video game. Yeah. And I just, I lost it right there. He has a whole thing on, on video. I started losing it because I knew exactly that has to be why they give us a video game for a console that we don't have. So, but yeah, growing up, man, we had Nintendo, we had um, Sega. But the PlayStation, man, that, that changed the game. That changed wow. everything. So. See, you guys in a different era because ours could have been a television. Uh, small. They had the small TVs, which could go in your room. Mm-hmm. And I that was those. that was like a game changer. Oh, like, man. I, I got, actually got a black and white Me too. TV it was like in a, it my was like room. Eight, eight, eight yeah. screen, yeah, black yeah. and white. No, why, you wonder why my vision is bad right now. And maybe <laughs> that was it. <laughs> So I, How much I, time I, you spent in front of that oh little thing? Oh my god, that they had a game at that time. Another um, during my era, your games are, are better. Thinking about it because they're interactive. Ours were really just some games. You're going, oh my goodness. There's one called Operation. We had a had a guy had a box with a body. Oh yeah, no, it I remember that. A body. Yeah, you had to be careful and, and take his organs yeah, out. Take his organs out. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't hit the sides because if you did, they go. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, another good one. I think when I got older and I loved it. Now I was in my probably my twenties when I got this one, and I thought it was the coolest thing, Simon. Yeah, <laughs> you like that? Oh my gosh, I said that. Wait, wait, when you messed up though, that was the most frustrating part. It was so cool. You like boom, 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 boom. You know, you say you were, but then it would give you. Then start speeding up. Yo, start speeding up. That's when it's hard. Yeah, yeah, focus. Yeah, but it was, it was that was a really cool cool game that I can say I actually got when I was older in the first, you know, kind of video game that I got, and that was just really cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what's another one? I mean, that's the one that always stands out the most for me, the Sony PlayStation. Because that changed the game, man. That's when people start coming over to my place. They wow. Everyone had their own video games. Other people bring their, their games. We had like six, seven dudes just playing, playing video games. And this is during the summertime. Well, my parents would be at work, and of course, they give us the old, you know, my brother and I, you know, don't, I don't want to hear, I don't want you to have a single person in this house without me being here. Man, they would go to work, we'd just have like a bunch of people, and that, that's what it was, being a kid, you know what I mean? We're not, you're not drinking, we're not doing nothing like that, we're not partying, we're just playing video games. And it's a hot ass day, 85 degrees out, we inside with a bunch of fans blowing around, <laughs> we didn't have AC back there, you know, the, the, the rotating fans going and, yeah. you know, making like our little own old school or... Uh, hood AC by putting all these oh, fans together yeah. making <laughs> making them all rotate oh, that, we that had, was a good time man. yeah those are those are the times you look at when you think about those video games and the things you got and and you know my ours were more outdoor things like you know, a bow and arrow or you know bicycle or uh, you know just skates and stuff like that that right. people got those were big ticket items back in the day that you just go man this is this is unbelievable yeah yeah we had those too i mean we used to bike a lot we played basketball of course basketball was huge a little football but yeah that's pretty much it i mean yeah. that was, that's what we did max merry christmas man to you and your family uh i'll see you in 2020 i know you're gonna be out actually no i'll see you before that you come back home before uh yeah before the new year yeah, we have a couple games yeah but um man Great episode. This was All fun. right. This was fun. Absolutely, man. All right.
Right. Everyone, thank you for listening. And of course, got plenty of uh, more episodes coming up in 2020. And in the meantime, if you haven't, check out the previous episodes, man. We appreciate you listening. And we appreciate all the subscribers that have been supporting us from day one and so forth. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, we, we've been doing this and, and the podcast has just gone on. So it's just uh, it's growing uh, when we start thinking about guys that who are who are there and who are watching. And, and we really appreciate what, uh, you know, these podcasts and how they how they kind of impact the other people. Absolutely. We got plenty of uh, fun stuff planned, of course, for 2020. So you don't want to miss out. His eyes, how they twinkle. Dimples, how cherry. You know, every year I'm married. I'm married. Stage fright. I got stage fright. His eyes, how they met. His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, how cherry. His dimples, His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, like cherry. His dimples, how cherry. Okay. His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples like cherries. His. Well, I don't. How merry. merry. Okay. All right, I'll get it this time. His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples like cherries. No, his cherries. Marys. All right. All right, I'm going to. Yeah, I got it. All right. His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, how cherries. I'm married. I'm married. <laughs> stage fright. I got stage fright. His eyes, how they met. His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, how cherry. His dimples, His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, like cherries. His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, like cherries. His Mary. I get it this time. His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, like cherries. His cherries, Mary's. All right. All right, I'm going to three. I got it. All right. His eyes, how they twinkle. His dimples, how cherries. I'm married. <laughs>